Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. What is up, everybody? This is your host, Scott Hansen. Hope you're all having an amazing, amazing day. Um, normally, I go into sort of a coaching moment with all of you, but I have such a distinguished guest with us today that I don't want to waste any more time with this amazing guest. We're going to be talking to uh, Mr. Matt Linklater here in a second. But uh, if you're if you're on the treadmill, pay attention. If you're driving, pay attention. If you're you know at your desk, make sure to pull out a notepad because you're definitely going to want to take some notes. Matt's going to share with us some best strategies on how to get our money working for us. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Matt Linklater. Matt, are you ready to rock? Always ready, brother. Always ready. Love it. Love it. Matt Linklater is the owner of Link Biz Solutions. He lives a passion for helping business owners create financial freedom by giving them a roadmap for success. He's been doing it for 18 years and meeting and interviewing over 13,000 financial advisors to bring you a unique approach that you will not get from any other advisor, accountant, or CPA. He prides himself on teaching businesses all over the world about money, how money works, and how to get money to work better for you. He puts your money back into your business and securing your family's financial future. He's written five books and his work has been seen in Inc., NBC, CBS, and Fox. Matt, welcome to Success Hackers, man. It's really great to have you on the show. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, Scott. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on here and uh, a pleasure to speak to you and your audience today, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's hop right into this. So how did you get, how did you get involved in, in this side of the business? Well, you know, I think like everybody, uh, you you seek to solve a problem, and ironically, I, I I was seeking out to solve my own problem. So over the years, you know, I was uh, you know a, a real estate entrepreneur, owned and sold about twenty five different houses and properties, and flipped them. Uh, I went, I had uh, th- you know three properties here in Chicago. Then I went and bought uh, seventeen more at auction in Michigan. Uh, I've been in the financial world for 20 years, but what I always found is that, you know, somebody like me, I'm great at selling. I'm great at delivering service. The one thing was I had nobody to do my numbers. And even when I went out and looked at for a CPA, they're historians. All they wanted to do was prepare my taxes. And then if I went to a financial advisor, all they wanted was to take my money and put it in the stock market and charge me 1%. But that's not what I needed. I needed somebody to help me manage my daily cash flows and inflows and help me pay the legal minimum in taxes. And so that's really how we came up with, you know, although I've been in the financial world for 20 years, working with a bunch of financial advisors out there, what I realized is that business owners need to understand the block and tackling, meaning they need to understand their numbers, they need to understand their cash flow, and you know what? They usually like to pay the legal minimum in taxes. And so that's when we came up with our family office strategy and the triangle of wealth. 
and I won't go too far into this, but just let me give you the the family office. If you think about Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Trump, wh- whoever, whoever, Bezos, they have a, a team to manage their, their portfolio, make sure they're paying the legal minimum in taxes. They lobby governments, make sure they're paying the least on all their deals. And so the reality is, as as entrepreneurs, we can't afford that unless we have a hundred million dollars. And so what I decided to say, okay, well, what what can help people maximize their business and their finances? And we created what we call the triangle of wealth, where we have CPAs, financial advisors, and tax attorneys to make sure that you're you're doing all the proper things because for your business, because I know you've taken the risk, the risk with your money, the risk with your time, the time away from your family, all to create the dreams and the life that you wanted. And so ultimately, I solved the problem for myself so I could create more for myself and my family. And I said, well, how do I share this with others? And that's how Link Biz Solutions came about. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I know we've talked many times offline um, about this family office and this triangle of wealth. But if someone's listening right now, they're saying, okay, so that's an interesting package. I like what I'm hearing from Matt. But I have a financial advisor or I work with a CPA or I work with uh, uh, someone else. How is this different? Is it just a, is this just kind of a marketing thing where it's just uh, we can find the the, the one stop shop for for these components of a bit for a business owner, or is it or is it a little bit further than just just the marketing play? Well, I think it's a lot further. So let me explain. Okay. Uh, let me give you some of the results. So you know we have a uh, person here in Chicago uh, runs a um, mil- one one point two million dollar business, hundred thirty thousand dollars in pre tax profit, and they're doing all their transactions manually, mm. costing uh, costing her a lot of time. And basically, we're able to eliminate an employee by 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 automating the three hundred transactions they do a month. Not to mention that is we took your tax bill down from thirty thousand to fifteen thousand um, dollars. We have another person, two million dollar business, uh, again three hundred transactions coming in, paying forty one contractors going out, and just nobody could 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 really manage their books efficiently. We plugged in a couple pieces of software. Now we've automated everything. She was paying a, a one one employee forty thousand dollars. Now she kept that employee, but now. That employee was spending uh, 30 hours a week just managing all these transactions. We've automated it for her. Uh, and for her, we've also put $100,000 back into her business by looking at the different cash flows. We cut her merchant account processing uh, from $75,000 a year down to $35,000 a year. We created some tax efficiencies where we put about $25,000 of tax efficiency back into her business. Uh, so, and, you know, we work with a guy, you know, $600,000 in pre tax mm-hmm. profit. And so by just managing the cash flow so they don't have to worry about it, you know, for this gentleman, we saved about $60,000 in in taxes and put 15% back to the bottom line. So what I'm saying is that typically businesses are fragmented. So yeah, it's great you have a CPA and you don't have to take my word for it. I mean, you tell me, is your CPA historian or not? Does your CPA offer proactive advice or not? Does your financial advisor do anything other than a model portfolio or not? You know, you tell me. And when was the last time you talked to an attorney? Most people talk to an attorney when they set up their business but never go back to them. You know, and there's a ton of tax attorneys out there. Uh, We work with one that does Act 20, Act 22 in Puerto Rico. We have a guy in Florida that uh, handles the majority of our our tax planning. And then we have an estate planner in in Kansas City that we go to. So Mm. what we do is exactly like that family office is. You have a point person to make sure that you're getting the best solutions for yourself so you don't have to go out there and try to find them. 
I've committed myself to lifelong learning to make sure that I have the best uh, solutions for my clients. So I, I, does that make sense? Yeah, that absolutely. Question, Ab- yeah, ab- absolutely. Because I think it's someone that works with business owners like myself as a business coach. One of the one of the bottlenecks that I see with my clients a lot of times is they start their business. They're very good at being the baker. They're very good at being the the, the person that's good with widgets or the the doctor or whoever. But they're not they're not so adept um, at the business, the, the business side of things. And, and, and we, you see a lot of it where it's like, man, I wish I had someone could show me how to, how to really work cash flow in a positive, more efficient way and systems and processes at the end of the day, systems and processes is what trips up most small business owners. Cause again, they're really good at what they do, but the other stuff, they think that they have to go out and get all these different components to hopefully fit the puzzle that ultimately creates, you know, more revenue, more cash flow, et cetera. But what I'm hearing from you guys, you guys come in as this truly this one-stop shop that not only saves them money, but also helps create helps them create these systems, helps them create these processes for better efficiencies. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, what I look at myself and, you know, uh, we're growing rapidly, but I still have the opportunity to be the front person for most of our, our clients. Um, we have a CPA, we have an accountant, uh, that does everything, does your bookkeeping and everything. But what I really, uh, attribute myself to is being a problem solver. You know, I know I'm not saying that it was a hundred percent, uh, a problem solver, but I know you came to me with a client with a cash flow problem mm-hmm. and he was taking 10% down up front. And he was having cash flow problems. So he needed to change the value he's demonstrating to his clients to take 30 to 50% down up front and create more cash flow for himself and get rid of some of those upfront cash flow problems. So when I look at people's cash flow like that, I mean, there, there are solutions and there are strategies. The lady down um, that we work with, a $2 million business, man, her books were a hot mess. Her old CPA was just absolutely terrible. And we were able to create efficiencies and put, you know, a hundred thousand dollars back into her business. So, you know, it's all yeah. about problem solving and, and it starts with that cash flow. And, uh, certainly, you know, we free up cash flow to build wealth as well. So I want to, I want to piggyback off that. Cause I think it's a valuable point to, to all of our listeners. Most people that are listening, I would, I would guesstimate most people that are listening have a bookkeeper that they're working with their brother-in-law, you know, someone they hired off indeed.com or off Craigslist or whoever, and they think that they're doing an okay job because it goes back to what I said a few minutes ago. They're, they're so busy being the baker, so busy creating the widgets, so busy being the doctor, the attorney, or the plumber, or whoever, that they say, well, I have a, an accredited bookkeeper. So, I okay, that's good. That, that fills that gap. But when you dive into it deeper, you just said something, I think, very interesting, whereas, you know, we took a look at this person's business and realizing that the bookkeeper was just kind of reconciling the books, maybe at best, but there's no creativity. There's no strategy behind that. What would you say to that person that has a quote unquote bookkeeper right now? Is there something that that business owner should be looking for to ask their bookkeeper to say, do you know how to do this? Or is it a little bit deeper? Because again, I I think that a lot of our listeners right now have bookkeepers, but now after this conversation, I think they're going to be thinking, wait a second, maybe my bookkeeper isn't doing what he or she really needs to be doing. Well, you know what? I, it, look, here's the deal. Your accountant, your bookkeeper is doing exactly, chances are exactly what you're paying them for to a degree. Now, the thing is, 
They're not problem solvers. You know, I always go back to that $2 million business that we fixed. So they were using a CRM. They were using uh, QuickBooks Online, and they couldn't get their books to reconcile. They were trying to reconcile their bank statements. So what we were able to do is take their CRM where they're entering all their orders, attach uh, technology to QuickBooks Online uh, that updated their invoices daily. Uh, so we, by, by connecting through CloudCart, we were connecting Infusionsoft to QuickBooks Online, and then uh, we were also able to reconcile their books more efficiently. Uh, so you, your bookkeeper might not be a problem solver like that. You know, here's another thing. You know, if you don't know your business, you don't know your numbers. And, you know, take take the example we used with one of your clients that you and I chatted about one time, but now take that a step further. So I was out there buying CPA businesses. And when you look at a CPA business, just take a million dollar business, let's say. And so I'm out there buying CPA businesses and how their revenues break down is a third overhead, a third employee costs, and a third should go to the owner. Okay. Well, this owner had 48% employee costs mm. and he's like, well, what are you going to do if you buy us? Cause right. I was coming in at a lower price. I mean, I, the bank is only going to, and my, my investors are only going to finance me at a certain level. He said, what are you going to do with these four, you know, with these employee costs? I need these employees to deliver my service. That's not the problem. Mm. His problem was he's not adding enough value to his clients. So either he's not adding enough value. So he needs to charge more, which I can't come in and charge more. Everyone's going to leave. So what do I need to do? I need to add more value and bring another solution to those clients and increase my revenue per client, right? So if I increase my revenue per client, I'm therefore going to get my employee costs in line and therefore my, my return to me as the owner in line. Your accountant and your bookkeeper, unfortunately, are not going to have those types of solutions. And it blows my mind. Either is your CPA. Right. I don't mean to dog on CPAs here, yeah. but I've worked with 99% of CPAs. They're tax preparers. So they're recording history. They're not really looking at your business and, and, and solving problems. So, you know, really, I'm not all about the bottom line. If you, I am about the bottom line, but that's not it. If you can grow your revenue exponentially, your bottom line is going to grow exponentially. You can save yourself out of business. So your bookkeepers just putting stuff down and you're saying, well, how do I cut my fixed costs, my variable costs, maybe some emotional spending? Yeah, you should do that. But it's also always also, how do I increase my revenue and how do I increase those margins? Right. So you might have a great accountant, you might have a great CPA, but they're not looking at it in that way. So now you can get a great accountant, a great CPA that are looking at it in that way because you have um, uh, somebody like myself who's using a system to look at, at your books and look at your business. Yeah, and Hacker Nation, we'll have, uh, we'll have everything that Matt's sharing with us on our, uh, on our notes page on successhackers.net. Um, when this is all finished, we'll actually have a few links. We'll actually have him share with us where you can actually get more of his information because obviously he knows his stuff. He's been doing it a long time and he's helping people not only save money, business owners, but also get more clarity. And I think that's the most important piece to help them get more clarity about where they're at today, but where they really want to be. Because again, I know it's a, it's a, it could be a minefield. You know, again, I work with these, these business owners all day, every day, and this is uh, owning a business and thriving in a business, especially nowadays is getting more difficult yet. It's also getting a little bit easier if you know the right people and know the right systems. One of the things I want to uh, shift here for a second with you um, is business life in general, business in general, there, there's, we're seeing a lot of disruptors, whether it's the taxi business with Uber and Lyft, whether it's the retail business with someone like Amazon, Tesla, cars, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of disruptors happening today. So what's maybe one piece of advice, Matt, um, could be a success hack 
could be uh, just a piece of advice. Uh, what can a small business owner do not only to survive, but maybe also thrive in the next several years, whether it's automation, whether it's something we're talking about today, whether it's, you know, what's one strategy you might be able to provide someone to look at their business and say, you know what, I really, did, I really need to prep today for the next three to five years. Well, I think number one is this. The, the biggest success hack you have is you have to model success. You have to find somebody who's already done it in your industry and model them and almost copy everything they've done. You know, you get you, in school, uh, you can, you know, you're going to get kicked out for plagiarism and I'm not saying to plagiarize, but you should do as yeah. much as you can to plagiarize success. Uh, you know, so you have to find somebody in your industry and model that success. Number one, number two, if you're not growing, you're dying. So you, be, you have to push your thresholds of comfort every day. If you're not pushing your thresholds of comfort as a business owner and your employees, you're, you're just not, you're, you're not getting better, right? So you have to think about that. And then the third thing is this, is you really, really have to think about what's your X factor in your business? What do you do better than anybody else? And just keep pushing that, refining it and get it and get better. Um, because that's the growth in the industry. Every industry, if you look at your competitor, you guys are 80% the same. And you and that's what we go out there and we talk about, the 80% that's the same. But we really need to talk about what's that X factor. And you need to think about how do I grow that X factor and how do I keep up with the times? So if you're really thinking about the transitioning of the business world is number one, model somebody else, get a great baseline. Number two is figure out how do you push your thresholds of comfort to get better every day. And then the third thing is really is just – you know, how, how do you, how do you, how do you look and grow into the future? How do you kind of get into that, that, that next level of success for yourself, uh, and keep up with the times, if you will. I know you are, you have been, you are currently, you will continue to, cause you and I've had this conversation many times about this thing called personal growth and professional growth, learning, studying, taking classes, you know, going away for three days to learn more from, you know, NLP or Tony Robbins or another hitter in your whoever space you play in. You and I play in similar spaces and have very similar thought processes around personal growth and continuing to to surround yourself with with better people, etc. Let, let me flip that, though, for a second, because I think this is where a lot of people kind of get this twisted. They've been in business for three years or five years or 13 years. They get up, they go to work, they drive to their office. They know that they're doing okay. They've been doing it for quite some time. They're doing okay. But they're so busy working in their business, making, turning the lights on and, and, and dealing with employees and, and trying to get new clients and trying to become more profitable and doing. What would be another, and this is, I, I've never asked this before in several years uh, on the show, but I'll ask you because I think you'll have a good answer for us. What would you suggest to that one person that kind of feels like they're in a rut? They don't know how to get help. They don't know how to model from someone. Maybe they have someone in their industry. Maybe they go to a trade show once every three years and they know that that person is the model. But how do I get in touch with them? What if they don't return my email? Where do I go? What book do I read? I know this is a loaded question. You and I can be here for hours talking about this, but that one business owner just feels like overwhelm continues to kick in. They're trying to get better. They're not really sure how you're saying let's model success, follow, copy, and paste. But I just don't have time, Matt, to do that. What would you say to that person? Well, you know, I think we're inundated 
every day by messages. Right. I, you know, I don't know about you, but like if I look on my Facebook, there's some new guru. If I look on Instagram, there's some new guru. So what I say is this, you can't serve, you can't serve too many masters. Hmm. So you have to pick one or two masters. And, you know, I was just, uh, one of my uh, great friends, he sold his business and, uh, you know, he, he's worth probably about $10 million. He never told me, but I'm guessing that's what he's, he's worth about. And that's, you know, we were, you know, I email him every week and we email back and forth, kind of like a little mastermind. But one thing he said, you know, it's kind of stuck with me and it's true to me too, is you can't serve too many masters. So, you know, you could be, you know, uh, a faith. So serve, serve your God, whoever that is. And then in business, find one person. So don't try to serve too many, find one person that can get you from A to Z and that one person, you know, you should stick with probably for 18 months to four years is the useful, um, uh, you know, load of somebody, right? So really just find somebody that you could really stick with because there's so much noise out there and everybody's regurgitating all this stuff, right? right? Right. And so just find one thing and stick to it. So for myself, you know, I, I was I was in a rut. I was 2010. I was still in the corporate world. I had a, a housing company. Uh, in 2008, um, we got downsized, 40, 40 of us got laid off. I, you know, I went through this kind of time in my life where, you know, I, I got picked up right away by another firm was doing really well again, but it just didn't sit well with me. So I was looking for that. And so, you know, I looked at a lot of people out there. I've always listened to Brian Tracy and, uh, and Jim Rohn's one of my favorites, uh, Tony Robbins. But what I did is I went and studied NLP and we went all the way through. Uh, so we studied, it was, uh, uh, they call it practitioner, mas- master practitioner, trainer's training, and hypnotherapy. But what's great about that's the baseline for my life and baseline for my strategies and, and heuristics for my, my mind. Mm. So really everything I do kind of kind of sticks with that every day and how do I fill my unconscious mind. And that's a whole nother topic. But really we're driven every day by our unconscious mind. And so I really just try to stick to very few people and very few things. Um, so what I say is – don't be, don't inundate yourself with a ton of podcasts or a ton of different things out there. You know, pick Scott Hansen, let him take your business to another level and stay with him, man. Take his stuff and, and squeeze it for everything he's got and then move on. So mm. really is, is I'm not, I don't want to be you know, too it. laborsome here, no. but you really can't serve too many masters. You got to serve one, model it, squeeze it out. And then, you know, Scott, let me, you know, not to use myself as saleability here. Look. You're already paying for somebody like me. I'm not telling right. you to choose me. For me, it's you already have a CPA, man, you, you that you're paying for. Why not get a new CPA and financial office that's going to offer you more value? So I'm not saying that I'm that that's that that coach or, or person like you are, like I think you are. Um, but really, you got to find one thing, model it, and stick to it. Don't don't try to serve too many masters, if you will. Now that's something that came uh, about over the weekend and and hit mm. me on the head to make sure that I'm really focusing in. Yeah, and, and all, Hacker Nation, you know, again, I think it's a it's a great piece of advice. It's a great success hack. It, it, it's really a great teaching moment because I know a lot of us have shiny object syndrome, and the problem, you know, this is a whole nother podcast for a different time, but. Our habits. Uh, sometimes we have bad habits, and we want to we want to start something. We all start something, and we get out of the blocks very quickly. But then we get quote unquote bored in thirty, sixty, ninety days, and we see another shiny object, and we we do we what I call uh, chasing the squirrel all the yep. time, all the time, all the time. The problem with that is is that you never complete something. You never tie the bow on it and put a finishing line to it, and uh, and and that's an issue. That's a problem, especially nowadays with the phone in our hands all the time and so many things going on. 
Uh, again, different, different show, different time. But I think that's a great piece of advice is pick one master. Pick someone that's doing what you want to do or being who you want to be and model. And there's nothing wrong with copying and pasting. Like, like Matt said, when you're younger, you got, you got uh, in detention for it. When you're older, you make millions of dollars for it. <laughs> so I think that's a great uh, I think that's a great piece of advice. Well, Matt, we uh, we want to shift gears here for a second. We are entering the randomness round, but before we do, let's take one quick moment and learn something brand new. Hacker Nation, do you feel stuck in your business? Maybe even hit a plateau. Maybe you're not even sure how to market effectively, drive leads, or get new clients, or maybe become more productive, or maybe you're just not quite sure how to scale or go big in your business then you're absolutely going to love this. I'm offering a handful of scholarships out to my listeners right now. This Business Breakthrough Scholarship is a 60-minute phone call with me personally, and I will help you get crystal clear on your goals. During this call, I will also help you create a 12-month growth strategy to bring in new sales and new clients, as well as I will help you find an additional $100,000 in untapped revenues in your business without you spending one cent on marketing. So here's the deal. If you want one of these free business breakthrough scholarships, all you have to do is go to 60 minute breakthrough. That's 60 minute breakthrough.com to see if you qualify. All right, Matt, we are back and about to enter the randomness round. The randomness round is kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. Matt, are you ready for the randomness round? I think so. I think so. I'm always ready. So yes. <laughs> Best advice you've ever received. You know, I don't know if it's advice, but I'll give you a very short one. I was in college. I played football in college. I was in the weight room late at night. I was walking up the uh, stairs. My football coach came down and he said, you know, Matt, what did your parents do for a living? I said, my mom was a cashier at a grocery store. My dad did heating and cooling in a, in a big building. He said, ah, I knew it. Blue collar workers. So the best advice, always have a blue collar work ethic. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? You know, uh, I don't want to get too ethereal. You need to meditate and meditate is really just silencing your mind. And so for two minutes, one minute, five minutes, whatever you can do, focus on what you want in life because you'll prime your mind. 80, 80% of our uh, thoughts are repetitive. So if you could just change uh, a few thoughts a day, uh, you can have more success. And really, everything in life is about focus. So focus on what you want, and it takes uh, just a couple minutes to shift your focus every day. So uh, figure out how to do that, whether that be through meditation or some kind of uh, activity. But um, have something that shifts your focus in a moment. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? That's a good one. I mean, the only thing I wish is I would have been uh, started my entrepreneurial dreams pretty, you know, earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, I I got golden handcuffs uh, quite early. At 24, I was a vice president of Allstate and making uh, multiple six figures. I averaged about 250 to 300 thousand dollars when I was in the corporate world a year since I was 24 years old. But I wish that uh, I would have, uh, you know, peeked my head out and went the entrepreneurial route early. Uh, so really that is, uh, don't be afraid, you know, and, and that's fear. So don't be afraid to fail and fail fast and fail often because uh, you learn from those and that's how you become successful. What is the one trait that you have that's contributed to your success? I am intense. My intensity doesn't stop. 
Um, the good thing is that uh, in business, it gets me there because I work fast and I want everything like it was yesterday. So that's the biggest thing to attribute to my success. Uh, obviously, sometimes people can't handle that intensity, but uh, I've been intense since I was a kid and uh, I'm intense now and I will always be intense. And so when you're around me, you got to be ready for the intensity <laughs> of, of work. And, you know, I speak fast and I'm always moving and I want you to understand things fast. And, yeah. um, you know, unfortunately, not everybody thinks or wants to, because you know, different personalities. So, but not everyone thinks as fast as I do or the way I do. Uh, so it could be off-putting, but uh, that's my intensity, man. Mm. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Talent. I can. I can do. I can do like twenty pull-ups, twenty, thirty pull-ups, probably. Kipping. I could do thirty pull-ups and dead hang. I could probably do twenty pull-ups. Uh, and I'm 40, uh, I'll be 42 here shortly. I guess, I guess that's maybe uh, pretty impressive for a 42-year-old. I don't know. <laughs> What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? You know, there's so many books out there. Um, and I, I wish I could give you a bunch or give you one. Can I, let me give, just give you a couple here. Yeah. So to change my thought process along the way, cause I think everything's the way you think and you know, you really got to change your mind. And so I read the, uh, uh, the master key system. Um, I liked, uh, uh, a new earth. Uh, I can't remember who his, uh, it, I went and bought it and had an Oprah book club sticker on it. Um, one of the biggest things that changed my life when I was a kid and everyone says this, but it's not the book. It's thinking grow rich. But let me tell you the thing. It's all about auto suggestion. How do you prime your unconscious mind? And so auto suggestion, uh, taught me this is that, uh, before I wake, when I wake up in the morning, before I go to bed every night, I do this three-step process. I say, Hey, thank you infinite for pushing me as hard as you did today. Can I ask you to push me harder tomorrow and share me how I can get X goal? Um, and so really it's about priming your unconscious mind. So I'd say think and grow rich, uh, Robert Hannel, um, uh, or I'm sorry, the master key system and then uh, new earth. So, so, but then there's a bunch of business books, but I would say those ones, uh, I attribute to changing my, uh, my, 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 my life. And so for instance, coming out of college, I had a dream of making $10,000 a month and it brought tears to my eyes. And within two years I was making $10,000 a month. And I really attribute that to that auto suggestion and priming the unconscious mind and some of those things. Wow. So. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service that's helped your business, can you recommend that? I've been using Infusionsoft for about 10 years now, and I've built a pretty big list. And um, we send out, uh, you know, emails. So it manages everything within our business. So it alerts us to set, it sends out an email once a week, and then it alerts us who's on our hot list. So we can send uh, that person a direct mail piece every week. And then we also send out a paper newsletter, but it's all man and, and electronic newsletter. But it's all managed within Infusionsoft. Um, and then we also use something called Meet Leonard that takes leads out of LinkedIn and feeds Infusionsoft. And so we have this whole kind of uh, system, uh, but it's always been managed out of Infusionsoft. And so I would say that's that's been pretty, pretty, pretty uh, big system for me uh, with all my marketing and uh, and, and, and my content marketing for my clients. Matt, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. <laughs> this has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for your time and sharing these incredible success hacks and strategies with our Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out about you or your books or anything else that you have to share? Yeah, just go to linkbizsolutions.com. So link, L-I-N-K-B-I-Z, solutions.com. And uh, you'll see a quick video on there about the family office, about the Triangle of Wealth. You scroll down, you can get uh, get access to a free book. And then also on there is our blog 
and uh, you know some some videos and podcasts that you could uh, utilize to educate yourself on uh, elevating your business. Um, but ultimately, uh, linkbizsolutions.com. Uh, and uh, what you can do is when you schedule a meeting with us, you get a 20-minute meeting. We see if we can help you. Mm-hmm. Then you send in your financial documents. And then that second meeting, we give you a pro forma and see if we're a good fit. I mean, it's that easy. So go to linkbizsolutions.com. Perfect. Hacker Nation, again, that'll all be on the successhackers.net website under the profile for Matt. If you want to hurry up and get to there, go to linkbizsolutions.com. He's got a lot of really cool stuff on the uh, on the site. And remember, Hacker Nation, head over to successhackers.net, not only for this episode, show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Matt, but also we have some br- brand new resources that we also have on the site. Again, successhackers.net. When you get on the site, don't forget to click subscribe so that you don't miss any of these newest and greatest episodes. And remember, if you're looking to explode your business this year and you're interested in that free scholarship that I mentioned earlier, that 60 Minutes, just go to 60minutebreakthrough.com. That's 60minutebreakthrough.com to see if you qualify. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.